and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And me, Tony. And it's our birthday. Hooray! Hooray! Yes, it's our first birthday, folks. Uh, we never, ever thought we would get this far, really, did we? No, neither did anybody Absolutely. else. No, <laughs> that is perfectly true, actually. That's perfectly true. Despite the letters, we're still going. Yes. Letters? <laughs> you stuck in the 19th century or something. Quite yes. right, too. I say, damn this technology. I'm going to send a telegram to voice my disgust. Yes. Okay. I'm posting this out as a cassette every week. What do you mean? <laughs> Okay, folks, well, as it's our first birthday, um, we thought we would do, um, well, do the same old stuff, same old rubbish. Yeah. So um, we thought, as it's the uh, sort of like our first anniversary, uh, we would do the first ever uh, Doctor Who um, serial broadcast. So this week, uh, we're going to be giving you an audio commentary on an unearthly child. So have you seen this one before, Tone? I've heard of it. Never watched it? Um... Yeah, I think I have done many, many moons ago, but um, probably when it was on, was it the Five Faces of Doctor Who back? No, in I the went back through time and uh, watched it in nineteen sixty-three. Right. But uh, that's another story. I should be. Telling oh, okay, you about. good, good, good. Okay, then, folks. So, um, so as we've got like a what's well, like two hours to get through, for, for you to sit through, rather, um, let's uh, let's crack on with the news. And as most of you probably sort of heard or, or read already, um, we've lost another Doctor Who actor this week, uh, Philip Maddock. Uh, passed away at the age of 77. Um, now, most of you will know him from um, the War Games, um, probably most famously from The Brain of Morbius as well, um, The Power of Kroll, probably not so famously for, and also, um, I think it was also The Crotons as well. Um, a nice no, and sorry, super, they do. No, mm. actually, I've got that completely wrong. There. See, that's me. It's me getting my facts wrong there. It wasn't the bloody Crotons. Um, however, he's all... Actually, did you know he's... Um, his first appearance in Doctor Who wasn't actually in the TV series. Really? Well, the film, I don't know. Fi- yes, yeah. it was the Dalek Invasion of 2150 AD. Ooh. That was his actual first appearance. And I've got Doctor a fact Who. about that later on. Have you? Oh, yeah. What's that got to do with an earthly child? Well, yeah, isn't it? Because one of the actresses out of um, Unearthly Child actually, <laughs> actually appeared <laughs> right, in, okay, in uh, okay, the Invasion cool. of 2950 Well, there's something new here. There you go, it's all here. There we go. Yeah, exactly. It's the fact that he's remembered it without shuffling his papers for five minutes. I know, that's, that's amazing. Size, that's absolutely amazing. Well, here is the shuffle. <laughs> there we go. Okay, well, as, well, as long as it's always, sort of, you know, as long as uh, I've screwed that up as well. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yes, as well as I was trying to say. As well we should as have started celebrating before we started. We shouldn't have done, really, should we? Yeah. No. Three as well, days on the <laughs> As well as appearing in Doctor Who, he was in a few other sort of cult um, series as well, things like the Baron Randall Hotcurt Deceased, um, UFO, and also but he appeared in the Avengers quite a few times as well. Yeah. Different, Everybody uh, in the 60s appeared I in think the Avengers. So, of course, uh, so. Noel Bain. The Brigadier was in the Avengers as well, wasn't he? What, Nicholas Courtney. Uh, I know he was in Randall and Hotkirk. Yes, he was in that. Oh, he's still on yeah. Philip Maddock, by the way. Yes, yes. we are. Oh, yes, he's Noel, Noel Bain in The Mind to Kill. Good series. That was a good series, like actually. That. It was yeah. good. I used, to, I used to enjoy watching that. It was sort of Channel 5's um, cop show, wasn't it? Or detective right, yeah. series. It certainly wasn't it? was, yeah. Yeah, I quite like that. Another Welsh actor was in it as well for a couple of episodes. Uh, he's, he's probably been in Doctor Who as well, I dare say. But, uh, Go on. What, what was it? What was, it? That, 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 what was oh, that science fiction thing where they went back, <laughs> went back through time and everything? And he's got a real deep booming voice like that, you know. Um, Doctor Who? Is, uh, yeah, well, no, not that one. <laughs> it's a different one. They sort of they step through time and things. and Time tunnel? No, something like that. Damnation. Crime traveller. 
No. Um, <laughs> he had a, a beard, a big bushy beard. And, no, it wasn't Brian Blessed, but he was a Welsh bloke. Yeah. Uh, and sort of like black hair. And he's probably the same age as Philip Maddock or whatever. Um, <coughs> what was his name, good heavens? I don't know what oh. program are you referring <laughs> to. This, oh. this is this week's It's an American program. America? It's an American program. It's, it's some sort of science fiction thing. And um, I think pyramids are involved somewhere online. I didn't watch it that much. Do you mean Sliders? Yes. John Reese davis That's the one. Yes, him. Has he ever been in Doctor Who? Uh, no. Why he not? hasn't. No, he hasn't. <sighs> Too good I'm assuming really, he's eh? Welsh with the name of John Reese davis Oh, yeah, definitely. He, he, always, plays, he always affects a Scottish accent. Does he really? Most things he does. And I've only ever seen in the Sweeney. He was sort of like an East End villain. Right, now I've never heard him speak with a Welsh accent. Oh, well, in oh, the, oh, okay. the Mighty Kill. There we go. Yeah, oh, there you go. There you oh, go. There we go. Actually, okay. Brain of Morbius was the first Doctor Who video that I ever bought. Was it really? Yes. Yeah. What was yours, Tone? Um, uh, my first ever Doctor Who video. Yeah. <laughs> I've yet to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You do know we've moved on to Blu-ray now. What's Blu-ray? Duvud? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Luddite. <laughs> He is the ladder of the podcast, he really is. Yes, oh, Tony thinks Blu-ray's an entirely different film, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's, let's move on rather swiftly, Hopefully, shall yes. we? Yes. Um, now, there's only a couple of uh, news items this week um, that we could sort of, well, be bothered to bring you, really. Uh, there's a um, Doctor Who concert in Cardiff this coming Monday, which will be the 12th of March, um, at the... Um, it says here, the BBC Hoddinut Hall, which is apparently part of the Millennium Centre in Cardiff Bay. Well, no idea. Um, basically, it's the BBC National Orchestra of Wales. It will be performing the music of Murray Gold. Um, and it will be taking two concerts on Monday. Um, so I think you can... Um, I, don't know if there's, I don't know if there's still tickets or not. I've absolutely no idea. However, um, it will be with a live sort of showing of an episode. So you're hearing the music live while watching an episode on the big screen. Um, now, the episode they've chosen uh, for this um, extravaganza is The Doctor, The Widow and The Wardrobe. Shame, shame. Shame, shame. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, mm. I don't think there's anything more to say on that. We've already made our opinions quite clear on The Doctor, The Widow and The Wardrobe. Um, yes. So, um, so if Doctor, The Widow and The Wardrobe is your thang, um, then um, make your way along to that then. Um, now, the next um, and last item of news, a little bit of a production roundup. There's been some more casting news. Um, now, we've got um, three actors uh, have been listed this week. We've got Adrian Scarborough, um, who you don't know. Of course I do. Go on then, he's in. Was he in Farscape or something? Or, no. No. Was that the other one? <laughs> you, see, you see, folks, what happened, our first attempt at the news... Didn't go very well. The recording sort of bombed out. So we've already been through this once and yeah. Tone's forgotten it already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, curse No, Adrian Scarborough, most people will probably know him from as playing Pete in Gavin and Stacey. Ah, yes, or yeah. as Mr. Jolly in Psychoville. Yep. Um, apparently he's also been in um, the recent series of Upstairs, Downstairs. Well, I've no idea. I've never, never yeah. watched it. Um, and apparently also Vera Drake. Was she in Farscape? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> He's also in Vera Drake as well, but that's just a rumour. Okay, uh, the other the other actor is, uh, not, well, the other actor, I should say, uh, Dominic Kemp. I've got absolutely no idea um, what he's been in, but apparently he's been in Waking the Dead and Warren <laughs> the Blood and Downton Abbey, apparently. But again, 
something no. else I've never never no watched. Don't don't tell me the last one was in Farscape. Yes, how oh, funny that. <laughs> See the law of averages, and you, you're going to no, hit I it. I was going to say, was it Ross, uh, Ross's brother? <laughs> I don't know, it might be. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Okay, right. Yes. Yeah, so the, the, I suppose the big bit of cast news this week is Ben Browder um, has also been cast. Um, not sure which. Well, I think I do know which episode he's. he's um, I'm he's not going to say it, you know. No, you you don't know anyway, do you? I'll leave it. Ben Brown was he the one in Gavin and Stacey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who don't know who Ben Browder is, uh, you probably will know um, sort of the other sci-fi shows he starred in. Um, Farscape being one of them, as we've as previously mentioned That's by right. Tony, yep. and the other one was Stargate SG One, which I must admit I never ever watched. I never mm. liked Stargate the movie, so there wasn't much chance of me watching the TV series to be honest. Dead Silence on the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not something that I was particularly overly. Nah. I've never no, seen it not. around, but never, nah. never watched it. Fast Goat, on the other hand, was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. So this is quite a. It means a lot to sort of like the sort of like sci fi geeks and nerds out there huh. like me. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's quite a, a, quite a, a good, uh, good star part, actually. Um, now, the other thing that's been announced this week is Mark Williams. Um, his character name has been. Revealed as well, um, which goes with all the what people were surmising it was going to be. Um, but we're not going to give that away here, not at all, not at all. Um, now, also this week they've been filming in Spain, um, which has been all over the, the papers and forums. Anyway, you can you can't really avoid that to be honest. Um, now there were some photos taken from the set which were very very sort of spoilery. Um, which, interestingly enough, the site I saw them on, they've now disappeared. Right. Yes. So one have been asked to take them down, or they've done the right thing and took them down off their own accord. Be interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Okay. But yes, it does give away um, a sort of a character in in the in the uh, of this particular story. So um, Tom's nodding sagely there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. without, without saying what it is, it's. it's oh. It all makes sense now why they're filming it in Spain, doesn't it, as well? It does. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. See. Yes, it does. Um, I'm actually rather looking forward to it. Yes. To be honest. Um, it does sort of link back to what we said about the style of music used in The Impossible Astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. Tone what now? Well, you never listen to the podcast, so... Uh, oh, um, oh, you mean the one you two do? Yes. <laughs> the one we two do. <laughs> Says the third member of the team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. Well, that that's pretty much it for the uh, for the news this week. Because if we mention anything else about production, we'll be giving away all the spoilers and yeah. God knows what. So, um, I think that wraps it up. Then that wraps up the news for this week. Yeah. So, um, for another week, that was the news. Okay, people at home, it's audio commentary time. And as we said at the beginning of the show, we're doing an unearthly child this month. So, are we, is everybody ready? Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. we're Absolutely. full of beer. Well, sort of. Um, so, yeah. so we're getting there. We're getting yep. there. Um, we've had our party jelly and ice cream. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's we've got our tasty. paper hats on. Yep. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. And we've, the celebrations are really going with the swing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, then, folks. So... Get yourselves ready. Um, get your DVDs in your in your drive because we're about to uh, press play for an earthy child, with the usual countdown of five. So it is five, four, three, 
two, one, and play. And here we go. Ah, our very first episode, eh? Hmm. It is. Makes you wonder what people thought when they saw this on their screens in the, and the music as well. Yeah. What were they expecting, I wonder? Oh, the future. Iconic from the beginning, it really was. I actually do really like these titles, actually. I, yeah, I do. They're not over-stylized or it's just they strange. They do portray that this is going to be something, yeah. Yeah. Evening all. <laughs> foggy uh, old London town, eh? A foggy day in London town. It's a real pea soup, my governor. Do you think they just forgot to turn off the music at this stage? I know, it just... <laughs> so, so we spent a lot of money... Recording this, we're going to get our money's worth. Ah, oh, quite right. Ah, Foreman's scrap me It's just so people don't think they're actually watching Dixon of Doc Green if I they've turned on lights, actually. <laughs> yeah, of course, that would have still been running mm, at this time, wouldn't that's it? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, there we go. Interesting that's... idea the first thing you see is the TARDIS as well. Yeah, it is actually. Oh, no, we, we briefly talked about the pilot episode before we start recording, weren't we? Oh yes, we certainly. And you were. talked about the differences, and I was saying about the, the the Doctor was behaved differently, his outfits a bit differently, different scenes and and whatever. Um, but also the TARDIS prop was a lot cleaner as well. If you if you look at the TARDIS prop between this uh, this episode watching now and the pilot yeah. episode, this is a lot. It's, it, they've like dirted it up. Or something. It's about two weeks later. Perhaps it just, <laughs> it's just how dirty the BBC prop room was. I don't know. I it makes sense. Brown coats. Makes sense for a dirty TARDIS. I mean, he's travelled around and he's been, you know, been around for centuries and things. Of course, he's going to be dirty and worn. I suppose it makes more sense yeah. being in a scrapyard as well. There you are, I think. Yeah. Oh, and here we have the first appearance of William Russell and Jacqueline Hill. Mm. Yep. And Tone's first fact. Oh, here oh. we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, in fact, the uh, working title of this originally apparently was, uh, as many, most people do say it's 10,000 BC. No, no, mm-hmm. it was actually yeah, that's right, The yeah. Tribe of Gum. Have yes. You know, have you heard that one? Yeah, that that, right. Yes, yes. Early working title. There we are. Hmm. I've written loads of other stuff there as well, but I thought I'll just leave it. Yeah, because an unearthly child is actually only just the title of the first episode, isn't it? Yes, right. Yeah. That's right. Well, that happened quite a bit in the early days of Doctor Who. Each episode had different titles it wasn't really till later they sort of put it under one yeah, yeah. one banner didn't they like this, my early questions this now referred to as an unearthly child but. and now we've gone back to this sort of system yeah we have really haven't we yeah the only time we didn't was of end of time yeah that was part one and part two hmm. yeah interesting yeah. enough that's what we're starting to do next week hmm. hooray you had to remind us didn't you spoil <laughs> it's almost something spoils a celebration yeah. Party pooper. Now, this is very, very terribly, terribly British clipped accents, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Terribly. I know her on the left. Jacqueline Hill? Well, she... Hang on a minute. I, yeah, I know her. Um, goodness me. She... Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. She's been loads of stuff, isn't she? Um, Please don't bang your papers around. <laughs> I'm trying to think. 
<laughs> trying to think, obviously, she's a bit, she's a bit, yeah, she's, um... It's better than the usual things you bang around. She went in carry-ons, was she? No. Oh, God, is she a comedy film of some sort? No. <laughs> I know this woman, or she, or she might look like someone else. So However, William Russell, William Russell, though, I, I fancy that he was in a Norman Wisdom film. Ah, that's, that's not... But for the life of me, I can't remember which one it was. Who am I thinking of? What she, she's been in before? That's totally. It's probably a totally different woman. I'm thinking. Probably is. Yeah. Actually, this is, isn't this actually our first Ian Barber and Susan companion yeah. story? Full stop. It is. Yes. Ah, oh, sounds like the shadows. Now there was. Um, I'm plugging another podcast here. Actually, it was. Um, the Adventures of Time, Music, and Space podcast, the ATSM podcast for short. He did a, a little feature on this band that they used. Right. So it's like stock music they, they used. Yeah. And also the uh, the name of the group they call it here, John Smith and... Here you go. Oh, John Smith and the... Smithettes. No, what I can't remember what you said at the end there. But they, but they do appear again. Right. Later on in sort of other sort of like books and audio and sort of... Men- it's sort of like they've got its own little history going through Doctor Who. Of this band, ah, John Smith, John and the Smith, Doctor, Doctor calls him. himself John Smith, doesn't he? So, ah. oh, if teachers did that now, giving their pupils a lift home. <laughs> Oh, t- he's searching for facts. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. The title of this uh, particular series is uh, uh, a subject of con- uh, great controversy. Yeah, deep controversy and death threats as well. Apparently, who did? Yeah, usually involving a pointing finger and a menacing watch it. If I've written down here anyway. Uh, <laughs> amongst, uh, do you know what I've written? That might be cobblers. <laughs> amongst fans of the series. Oh no, this was This is a true fact. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. A fan researcher such as David J. Howe, wherever he is, I've argued since that since uh, 10,000 BC was used by production team at the time of transmission, it is the most accurate title. However, the BBC tends to market the story as an unearthly child. Consequently, this became the most common title used for the story in recent years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> oh. Good, good. Although Verity Lambert did actually call it in 1964 the Paleolithic Age. Ah. Oh, right. Much okay. controversy. Yeah. yeah, well, it sounds controversial, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> it's in Wikipedia. I bet they were fighting in the streets over that it, one. It's on they? Wikipedia, <laughs> folks. You can check it out yourself. Well, you it go. was 1960s Britain, though, wasn't it? Exciting stuff. There we go. Now, did you get the feeling that Jacqueline Hill and William Russell recorded these lines whilst they were still sitting in the car? Because <laughs> it doesn't actually match the sound there at all, does it? <laughs> Now, some other bits as well, that time, when they went to her in the classroom, she was doing these little um, little ink prints on the page, and it was meant to accentuate her weirdness while she was different from all the other children. Ah. And they dropped that when they, when they reshot it. 
That could be interesting. Which, which is, yeah, I know. It did make her seem a bit more unearthly, basically. But instead, they just gone highlighted her sort of heightened intelligence rather than. Yeah. But so then correct. They changed it for correcting the textbook, didn't they? <coughs> that's and right. Saying, yeah. That's not right. That didn't happen. That's it. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Thing is that there's a lot in this this particular story that sort of ignored continuity wise, didn't they? With like, where you see like later on, yeah, uh, when when they actually get to the TARDIS. Oh, that's an interesting angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see later on, time. I think right. I'm right. I'm writing it, written that down. No, not yet. Oh. Not yet. Yeah. You have to wait till you get to the scene. Are you going to like? Expend yourself before you know before you get to the end of this episode. You, you run out of facts. And... Oh right, expend myself. <laughs> right, not. Um... If he does, he can clean it up. Can't invite him round again if he does. <laughs> well, I can do my last fact of this uh, episode if you don't mind. I've got a few others I can spread over. Um, I okay. It's a fact I actually from a very obscure website I uh, located earlier on. Actually, not many people may know this uh, little fact here, but apparently. In October 1964, yeah. the BBC were issued with a writ from the Albanian Regional Sound <laughs> Executive, who felt that the doc- Doctor Who, who felt the Doctor Who, bore too many similarities to the popular Albanian children's TV program, Doctoro Kutani, <laughs> which was about a time-travelling puppet known for battling underworld demons. Well, didn't know this. So the story goes. Yes, the BBC dismissed their claims as utter nonsense. And Do you know what? I'm going to dismiss right. that as well as utter nonsense. <laughs> Wait a minute, well, I haven't finished it. The BBC dismissed their claims as utter nonsense and ripped up the yeah. writ in front of the Albanian ambassador. <laughs> who then went off and in then, a... And then took away his Ferrero Rocher? <laughs> yeah. Who then went off in a huff, determined to sour relations with the UK until entertainer Norman Wisdom was made, cult- <laughs> was made cultural attaché to his country. It's absolutely true, ladies and gentlemen. Cobblers. Well, yeah. <laughs> you just got to look around for facts, you see. You've got to look in the right places. <laughs> Should we get back to the story? Yes. Go yes, on, this place too. <laughs> Spurious facts. <sighs> yes. I think your fact hunts failed, mate. Oh, no, no, it's the highest quality facts, these are. You know. <laughs> I beg to differ. Anyway, so here we are. They're looking for Susan in the junkyard. Ah. So William Hartnell doesn't appear for quite some time then. It's not too long to go now Ah. before he makes his first appearance. Hello. This is Felix. That's what he says to all the ladies. Oh, yeah. Felix, it's alive. It's you, Tony. When did you audition for this part? (laughs) Coughing and spluttering. Hey, it's our first appearance of the Doctor. Hello.
Never done that since you can hear things from that loudly from inside the TARDIS. Hmm. <laughs> that doesn't sound at all sinister, does it? Hello, we're looking for a girl. <laughs> the times I've tried that. <laughs> now, Tone, the difference here in the pilot, the Doctor's a lot more sinister and confrontational rather oh, really? than sort of quite friendly and avuncular. Ah. What's he grab hold of them things and threaten them? No, and... no, he's very, very sort of very curt and get out sort of. <laughs> Damn you! Yeah. Ah. Was this the same year that the first episode of Steptoe was broke, or the? Or the, the Comedy Playhouse, the offer, was broadcast as well. That's a good question, right? Yeah. That kind of period, wasn't it? That, that was 63, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, special bonus fact. Here we go. Right, this was broadcast the day after the assassination of... Oh, Lord everyone King. knows that. Everyone knows that. But that's not a fact. Throw it there's, in not, there's nothing that nobody already knows. <laughs> fact, and it was broadcast. broadcast it, didn't they? Before the second episode. Yeah, just the week later. Because people wouldn't yeah. have watched it. Broadcast 80 yeah. seconds late, apparently. Yeah, because of the news reports and things. Yeah, this Paul said they repeated it the following week because nobody was really interested in it. Yeah. Because Ken had just been, just been assassinated. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Because Paul said they repeated it right before the second episode the following week. It's actually they could they could hear her from outside, but she doesn't hear them now. No. Yeah. Oh well, they were they were Dream. still finding their feet at this point, weren't they? They hadn't quite sort of figured out what they were going to do with the the Tardis and all that. And they've never ever managed to recreate the grandeur of that. That's a big set, isn't it? Yeah, for yeah. day, that really is a big set. And that weird thing in the ceiling—they never. That was forgotten about. What's it meant to be? Don't know. But look at the size of the set. I forgot to ask you, Paul, which which um, beer is sponsoring this particular episode? Um, Eagle IPA. Wells Eagle IPA. Yeah, oh, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a perfect drink to have on a, a first birthday of a podcast, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's actually quite incredible to watch this now, how much they did reduce this set, because the door, we get to sort of like the sort of like McCoy and we reach you the end. You can almost reach the console from outside. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. 
From that console tone, they're... Yeah. That's the original Taurus console. That was used right up until John Pertwee in, in Inferno. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Although he already sold off half of the TARDIS of a property developer. That's why the set got a bit uh, <laughs> short. They make, they make they built a car park on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the name of that hat he's wearing, though? I know, is it? Yeah. It's a hat that's gone completely out of fashion now, isn't it? It's just sort of like a Turkish sort of looking thing, isn't it? Yeah. <coughs> oh, dear, oh, oh dear. I thought it was the European thing. Sorry, there's, people don't wear enough. Sorry, baseball caps don't count. I'm sorry, they just don't. They just... No. Oh, there we go. It was saying, it was, according to this episode, it was Susan who named it Tardis. Oh right. Not the Time Lords. There was no mention of Time Lords or Gallifrey. Oh, in this know... in this particular episode, I mean the She's named it. She's named it Tardis. Oh, right. As if they invented the time machine, but yeah. obviously that, that got forgotten or ignored one of the mm. two over the years. He's quite an arrogant character here, isn't he, the Doctor? He's not... Yeah. He doesn't tolerate any strangers or outsiders. He's a completely different character to what he is now. But the more episodes you or stories you watch your heart, he, so, he does soften towards them, doesn't he? It, it doesn't really take the edge of destruction, I think, is the one where he finally accepts yeah. them. He takes them anyway, doesn't he? He more or less kidnaps them. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, someone's just coming in the flat outside. <laughs> <laughs> what if that comes out? <laughs> in fog-bound London of the happiest of my life. Yes. So the problem with, with this is Tone's never seen it before and he's just content with just to sit there and watch it. Well, I have seen it before many, many years ago. <laughs> well, they've gone out again. <laughs> it's all right, I put a balloon up outside to tell them not to disturb us. <laughs> Was it one of those balloons that comes as little silver wrappers? I just thought the doctor just lets him electrocute himself. He's rather sinister, actually. He's an absolute bounder and a cad in this, he really is. Got a point. I beg your pardon. That's got a point. Yeah, That's right. got a point. Yeah. 
It didn't sound like it's got a point. It just kind of like you were doing a train going into a tunnel. <laughs> it just sounded... Oh. Like, like, <laughs> it's very much that sort of Victorian... Gentleman thing, isn't it? Is it the doctor's son's daughter or the doctor's daughter's daughter, Susan? Don't know. Never, never, never explained. Never explained. Never explained. Now, is this sort of like the, the only time in the classics as they were that the tide is taken off and it's all shaking huh? yeah. about? It's always done and, in the and new it's series. And also the one and only time where they're knocked unconscious. The uh, yeah. those, those two teachers that are travelling with them. I really love this sort of it, it adds to the mystery again that shot with the London panning back mm. and now have they ever done this again using basically the opening titles mm. no um yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. That's the thing. There's absolutely no control here whatsoever, are they? They just sort of even the doctor's sort of like, I've done what I've done here. He's just sort of pressed a few buttons and. I thought they're never under control anyway. When he races, I thought your Tardis just takes them to wherever. That's what they say. That's what they said in the Doctor's Wife. It, yeah. The Tardis takes him where he needs to go, not where he wants to go. <laughs> now you see, the one and only time. Yeah. However, but in this story, though, it's just a. They just refer to it as the ship. They don't call it. It's not alive or anything. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, caveman, mm. bad. That'd have to be a pretty low sun to cause that sort of shadow. <laughs> it would really. <laughs> well, it is the Stone Age. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. So, what do you think, Tone? Yeah. Your, yeah, your yeah. Very, the very first episode. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah. Second attempt at the first episode. I reckon it'll go places this, this series. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. This is this new series, whatever you are. Yeah. I think these kids are going to greater things. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Oh, excellent. Oh, well, there we go. There we go. Things get a bit more... Sexy? Sexy. Ah. Later on, time. Things liven up a little bit more. Yes. Things do liven up. Okay, then, folks. So, we should be back. Oh, no. Credit's still going. It goes on for a long time, this, doesn't it? Here we go. We should be back in episode two. Episode two. Here we go. Hopefully this is going to be a bit more, a bit more for you to get your teeth into now. So there's oh, more yeah, actors yeah. and more action. Yeah, and... That's, that's right. You, you, know me, you know me in action. Yes. Oh, I do like action. Yeah. I think the trouble with the, with the first episode, it just—it's too much scene setting, isn't it? It is far too much. Far too much. And it drew but, me in. It well, it's far too much for someone who hasn't seen it, it in a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And here we are, return of the... The low sun. Mmm, shadow, bad. Yeah, what do I... 
First appearance of Jeremy Young. Damn, did I, did I research him? Let's have a look. Ah, oh, Jeremy Young. Here we go. Who later played uh, Gordon Lowry in Mission to the Unknown. Mm-hmm. There we are. Now, he's, he's also, or was married, to another actress connected to Doctor Who. Damn your facts. <laughs> Search more than me. <laughs> okay, um... Don't rustle your papers near the microphone. Oh, sorry, I sorry. Who was that? Well, it was an actress in the last audio commentary, actually. Ah. Uh, what did we watch? Oh, yeah, here's the, um, the, the McCoy one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't married to Sylvester McCoy, but... <laughs> oh, was she married to uh, the big, big one of the big... Um, uh, what? Um, memory glands. Um, what's her name? Um, what? Kate, Kate O'Mara. Yes. Oh, that's... She has got big tits, damn it. No, she... Um, swearing, Tony, please. No, it's not swearing. Yes, it is swearing. Oh, right. Please. Sorry. Talking about our feathered friends, of course. What? Okay, and then we, here we have Derek Newark rubbing his bone there. <laughs> so... I've just been told off. <laughs> she doesn't look very impressed with his bone. She doesn't actually. look very impressed with his bone. <laughs> Yes, Derek Newark, who was also in ah. Inferno as well. Greg yeah, Sutton. Inferno, yes, it says here. Yeah. Greg Sutton. As I just said, so. Yes. Did you? Yes. Oh, sorry. I was rustling like, papers about the I time. we got rid of that echo problem on the podcast. <laughs> no such luck. Yeah. Again, yeah. I, I, he shouldn't be making that face and making those noises while rubbing that bone, really, should he? <laughs> This dog's not going to come back no matter how hard he tries it. <laughs> Early roll for Yoko Ono there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's all right. You've got your bone. <laughs> He's got his bone to keep He's got him his warm. bone to keep him Why warm. not use these matches? <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? He always sort of played heavies anyway, that guy, didn't he? I think he's just arrived. Does he, does he... <laughs> uh, his bone's gone as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's just arrived. But he's turned into a twig. I just wondered, does he, throw, does he um, throw the bone up in the air and it goes in slow motion? <laughs> Not that sort of case. No, he's still staring at the TARDIS. Yes. Ah. You see, I mean, she does look like that actress, doesn't she? That, that one you've mentioned earlier. Yes, in, in between um, recording episodes yeah. here, Tony's finally figured out he reckons Jacqueline Hill looks like um, the actress who played one of the school inspectors in Carry On Teacher. That's right. But it's not. Yeah, and the uh, landlady in Gimme Gimme. And the landlady in Gimme Gimme Gimme, yeah. yeah. Yes. You see, it's the, it's the TARDIS scenes are the not terribly exciting, are they, really? I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to say. Needs to be more action. That collection of old, old socks on the table at the back there. Is it? I can see them.
It's like the fact it's Blackpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's some keep Ryan Bass on a donkey in it. <laughs> So really You'd have to mix the sand with something else to get concrete evidence. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. This is what I like. You see a bit more round. Oh, see that? First, Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. first mentioned that. that was, yeah. I was about to say before he said that was... Well, you just called him Doctor you, Foreman, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Right, Do- yeah. Doctor Who. Now, I will get this out. Um, it's that they can... Because the set's so big, they can actually pan round yeah. to different sides of the TARDIS console. You saw other doors and com- like the computer banks and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, like living quarters and things like that, I suppose. I think, you know. Well, you so. do see that in Edge of Destruction, actually. You see yeah. other rooms and stuff. Wasn't that a song by um, some protest singer in the late 60s? The Edge of Destruction. Remember that one? No. Or was it Eve? It's the Eve of Oh, yeah, Eve of Destruction. beg your pardon. No, I still don't know. You know that one? No. Tell no. me over and over again, my friend. Oh, my that name. one? Yeah, that yes. one. He just said that to stop him singing. Yeah. I did, yeah, actually. <laughs> I did. My, no one ever gets my renditions. I wonder why. <laughs> they, you know, inch perfect and everything. They really are. Inch perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my terms, my terminology. <laughs> Just what I love in Chester, straight away he's butting heads with the doctor and questioning yeah. what's going on. And yeah. It's actually quite a good companion from that. He was, he was such a great companion, actually. Rather than just blindly following or yeah, he taking just everything. Questioned it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Interesting what I found out um, earlier on today when I was trawling the internet. Oh, dear. What? Well, well, William Hartnell was actually the fourth choice to play the Doctor. Oh, really? Go on, who, who were the other three, then? Well, the other three. I don't know if you heard this at all, but uh, David Niven, uh, Robert <laughs> Morley, and Claude Rains were actually the first three. <laughs> well, they, well they, turned, they all turned it down anyway. <laughs> and uh, there's more. There's more to the story, actually. Oh, I see. And after this setback, an American writer at the BBC... Suggested a change of direction was needed was was needed to uh, you know let the story flow or whatever, and he posited that the Doctor should be a bounty hunter of renegade androids <laughs> set in a post-apocalyptic near future after the Earth was damaged by a devastating nuclear war. Producer Verity Lambert was totally against this idea <laughs> and promptly fired the young visionary known as Phil Dick, who was, who was never heard from again. I don't know what happens with him, but uh, all his ideas. Well, there you go. Right. The original concept was brought back on track and the part was reluctantly offered to William Hartnell, who exclaimed when accepting the role, Hmm, I'll have some of that. <laughs> it's all true, ladies and gentlemen. You'll find it on the internet. Do you know what? I think that's cobblers again. <laughs> you doubting my facts, sir? See, Tony, you've just missed there the first comment of him saying that it had, the TARDIS hadn't shown shape. So you're oh, missing yeah, all the a... iconic moments here, Tony, oh, talking your absolute a com- comedian thing. In fact, I wrote that down. Hmm. And then missed it. Yeah, and missed it. <laughs> Stop coming up with your rubbish. 
How they express surprise that the TARDIS remains in our chronic uh, police box form. In the latest we series, passed that two minutes ago. Explain yeah. the issue. <laughs> That's a failure of the, the chameleon uh, doesn't mention circuit. chameleon circuit. No. Yeah. Really? The chameleon no. circuits are much later. Well, much, the idea much later. of the chameleon circuit. Yeah. What, what, what did it? Well, I think the idea was there, but they couldn't afford to keep changing the <laughs> shape. the word chameleon. Yes, that's it. <laughs> they had to pay the Oxford English Dictionary a hundred pounds. It says it's on Wikipedia. It must be true. The iguana circuit didn't quite cut the mustard, did it? Oh. <laughs> the stoat one was quite good. <laughs> the gecko circuit. <laughs> They can only afford the names of lizards with short names. <laughs> Pain by the letter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the cavemen have not found them yet, then. Ah, oh, one's found the doctor, though. Ah. So you're too busy looking through your 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 fevered scribblings. Is it spurious? Is that a good word? <laughs> spurious, yeah. Spurious facts. It's not a bad set for its day either, actually. They're, you could tell they spent sort of quite a bit of money on it. Oh, yeah, second yeah. time, one episode. Yeah. yeah. I just remember that Norman Wisdom film he was in. Oh, William Hartnell. Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, William Russell. Was he known as a smoker, the Doctor, then, was he? No. That's never seen again, no. is it? The <laughs> I pipe? think it's just an excuse for him to get matches out, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Hmm, <laughs> fire. She was prone to sort of histrionics quite a lot, the, mm. that character. Was Who, the Barbara? first very much the screaming companion. It was, time, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. It? That's the old cliche, we found his hat. <laughs> Do you know what they call these hats? <laughs> Answer the postcard, please, to Paul, Tony and Phil. That's the thing at the BBC. So if you didn't have a postcard, you could, you could just sort of seal up an envelope and write on that, didn't you? Do you remember? That was the other accepted BBC alternative. Yeah. Just yeah, as long as right, someone yeah. didn't actually have to open an envelope and take a letter out. Then exactly. That cost, yeah. that cost, Dear BBC. <laughs> that, that cost someone minutes in time. <laughs> they have to pay overtime in envelope See, the, they were putting your licence fee to, to good use yes. there, you see. Not wasting it on you pointing letter down? opening. I thought you were going to say you're putting the licence fee down there. <laughs> I'm surprised now when they ask you to send an email, they don't say, put your question in the subject heading, then we don't have to actually open it. Yes. Really. <laughs> uh. And here we go. Hmm. Yes. I've not got the idea of rugs yet. They haven't, have they? <laughs> Yeah, the idea of leopard skin rug has actually got to be dead. <laughs> ah, Howard Lang. Who's that? Howard Lang. Howard Lang. Yes. <sighs> now, have you got anything about Howard Lang? See so the rustling of papers there, folks. Uh, very young Eileen Way, uh, Alfia Charlton, who uh, later recorded a single with um, Donna. In uh, 1977, <laughs> Uptown Top Ranking. That's rather, that was a rather claim to fame, apparently. Another little fact there. 
But uh, and Derek Newark, I've not got nothing about. Right, come on, Tone. Howard Lang. Um, uh, What's his most famous role? Howard Lang. Yeah. Um. Is he dead? Uh, yes. Did he die in in the nineteen eighties? What's that got to do with anything? It's probably not the bloke I'm thinking of. Probably not. <laughs> Howard Lang, eh? Howard Lang. Obviously not... A no. very, very famous Sunday evening programme that ran for nine years. Howard's Way? No. No. Don't, don't, don't tell me. I'll get, I'll get this. It ran from 1971 Actually, to 1980. Time, time, time. He's probably in the right sort of surface and right sort of... Uh, uh, yes. Of, yes. Uh, right surface. Oh, it's on water. Oh, hang on a minute. Not the O'Neillian line. Yes. <laughs> what was his character? Uh, Captain, the... um... Captain, yes. <laughs> Captain, um, Arthur, um, Harrison, I don't know, McTavish. No. <laughs> Captain Beans. Beans, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Captain Leighton Baines. I didn't know it for nine years, the Aneedin line. No, yeah. Or the Wandin line, as I called it when <laughs> I was a kid. What was that music that went? Robinson Crusoe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how did the leading line go? Oh, I can't remember. Oh. So straight away, went to the second episode and William Hartnell's having a bit of a holiday here. He's unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there some sort of thing at the time? Why would they be speaking English? Well, so even then, people were picking holes in it. Hmm. Where's that point? Good, good point. Actually, I yeah. think we should do the rest of the commentary talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> William Hartnell <laughs> starred in. Carry on, Sergeant. <laughs> mm. Mm. So you can't do it, can you? <laughs> you them for fire water. Mm. Actually, this reminds me of um, Armstrong and Miller. Yeah. That Dawn of Man thing. Mammoth. Such mammoth. I'm just saying that one. Mammoth bad. I go down to the ducks to find a job. <laughs> Who could have known that five years later all those hairstyles would be in fashion anyway, wouldn't they? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I cook dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Have they invented cauldrons we by then? Be cooking pots. <laughs> They'll be cooking pots, yeah. <laughs> and can mix our frosties. <laughs> no, he's got his bone in his hands at that time, sorry. <laughs> At night, oh. when it's cold in the cave. <coughs> oh, excuse me, Peter. And I'll get some water to put out the fire. 
Is that his name, Cal? Yeah. Ah. As he moo. Cal. Oh, Cal. A-A-L. Oh, right. Not Cal. <laughs> I had a feeling right, say that. Fight, 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 fight. <coughs> oh, Captain Baines has split it up. What are you going to say there, Tug? But who's right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I interrupted you there. So. so you're getting into it again. Stop. I make Yoko right. Yoko? <laughs> He'd run out of names by the time he got to that character, hadn't he? I think he had, actually. It's almost like you cast the thousands and you run out of names. Blimey. Who's the leader there? The, the king of these people? Derek Newark. Oh, he is. He? He's the leader. Oh, the, the, the one din line. No. Oh. <laughs> Doctor's a bit of a coward. I was going to fire. I'll teach you to burn. <laughs> <laughs> So he's not at all heroic, <coughs> Doctor, in this at all. And you'll see, Tony, as this goes on, yeah. he doesn't do a lot, the Doctor, at all. No, doesn't any heroics. No, it's actually no. in Chesterton's the heroic one. He, he yeah. solves everything, basically. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Oh, I rather like Hong Kong Fui with the, the cat to do all the local. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. yeah A strange analogy, but quite right actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this really does reflect sort of the way television <coughs> plays. It's like a stage play, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's shouting at one another and mm. things like that. So what's Yoko's real name? The, the actress there. Oh, she's the uh, the tribe chief's uh, woman. Mm. You see, the doctor starts starts panicking there. Cue the screaming. I reckon this is going to be the climax, is it? Not yet. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Kate O'Mara? <laughs> Me, marry you. The old woman there. She looks like old, um, no one of those character actors. What's her face? Um, oh, she was in the royal family anyway, as the uh, grandmother. 
It's a bit like her. Well, um, this wasn't this um, another fact you had about an, an actress being in Dalek Invasion? Oh, yeah. That is the woman, Arlene Way. Oh, Arlene Way, eh? Yes. Yeah, no way. And she played an old woman in that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, she certainly was, yes. She was Didn't in, stress uh... her too much. And yeah. I don't know, she might have been 25. She might have been there, actually, yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, oh yeah, she was played Corella in the uh, Creature from the Pit as well. I think, I think you yeah. mentioned that at some stage. Yeah. She was also in The Vikings as well. The girl is mine. Yeah, the Kurt <laughs> Douglas film. <laughs> oh, the, the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings, right, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Poldark. Oh, Poldark, yeah. Yeah, she's in the second series of Poldark. Ooh. That's a bit of an ocean-faring thing. <laughs> there is there, actually, isn't there? Yeah. I don't pronounce it. Is it Alethea or Letia Charlton? She's also in the Time Meddler as well. Well, uh... I've still yet to buy on DVD, actually. I've noticed some silly, stupid little thing I've noticed here. Go on. But uh, a lot of these uh, particular people, these cave people, whatever, yeah, I've yeah. got teeth missing, things like that. Right? Mm. Now, given that there was no like sugar and sweets and things around in those days, how could well, the teeth... The teeth still rotted. They didn't... You know, you still build yeah. up plaque and bits of rotting meat stuck between your teeth and... In their fridges, then. Uh... <laughs> oh. Blown their theory out of the bones and whatever. But yeah, because oh, they yeah, probably ate raw meat without the fire as well. It was yeah. ah, of course, of course. What about during the French Revolution then? All the toothless old hags. Well, if if you were the aristocracy, you had wooden teeth, didn't you? If you're, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I still don't think there was much in the way of, you know, Sensodyne and uh, Albright, <laughs> or whatever you call it. <laughs> Colgate and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Another toothpaste, Sarah. There'll be another tone stupid question next episode. <laughs> so, so our heroes are trapped in the cave of skulls, and tones are about their teeth hygiene. Yes, I am actually. They never brushed before they went in there. <laughs> it's an electric toothbrush. He's got two teeth missing. Yes. Uh, see. Uh, Teeth missing. Yeah. <gasps> the skulls have been split open. Ooh. End of episode. And there was a Viking called Forthin Skull Splitter from the uh, 10th century, I believe. Oh. Was in the Vikings, featuring oh, Eileen Way. Mysteriously. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Viking. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, that's episode two. Things do get better next time. Oh, good. I'm they sure. do get better, Tom. They do. Up. They do. I've got a few uh, more interesting facts. Have you really? Still to come. Made up again? Dare you. Made <laughs> up. Oh, foraged from the net. Foraged? Foraged. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. You foraged for acorns and conkers, mate. Not... <laughs> That's a fight off a cup of squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, folks. We should return in episode three. Episode three. Have you got some more awful facts 
All the facts. These are the genuine article one I've I've sourced from the net. I think uh, us and our listener would disagree with that, actually. (laughs) Disagree away. Have you (laughs) done a lot of work on this, you know? Hmm. Well, he's handwritten (laughs) on parchment. (laughs) It is. It is. (laughs) Aye. Aye, it is. Okay, now some of those skeletons were held together with wire there. That's where there was the early flossing. I don't know. <laughs> didn't Rubber. This his lips move. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the one of the many talents of William Russell. He can throw his voice. We'll sleep on top of each other. Yes, yeah. for warmth. Of, of course. No, that makes sense. Yeah. See. So the whole point of this story to have been paying attention they haven't got any fire. <laughs> My heavens. Yes. Old woman, get up. What about the dinosaurs outside? Surely they're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking Wrecker Welch has let herself go. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, where's Wrecker, Wrecker Welch in the, in the bikini? <laughs> Ah, make fire. Well, I was going to say, pres- you, you do realise the Flintstones isn't entirely factually correct. Dinosaurs and man living <laughs> together, you do realise, don't you? No. <laughs> Father Christmas doesn't exist either, actually, Tone. Oh, for God's sake. Or the Easter Bunny. Well, thanks for that. Now we're going to have to make this. 15, 15 certificate for this podcast, aren't we? We are, aren't we? Ruining children's uh, <sighs> myths and legends. You did that without any warning there, didn't you, Phil? Oh, I don't give oh, up monkeys. You evil man. And the things you do to monkeys as well. It's, it's, it's <laughs> quite, oh, it's filth. All times rustling papers. Intriguing. No, no, no. Just. Uh, I'll have a little fact here. In fact, I'll um, I'll save another couple. Hey, see, now he's Ian admonishing the doctor because the doctor's just given up. You see, uh, Ian's the real hero in this. Yeah. Just like Ian Bannon was in the early episodes of The Avengers, if I'm not mistaken. Steed was only a, a bit character, wasn't he, I think? So it's who? So was, it, was it Ian Bannon? Was it was one of the terms? Ian Hendry? Ian Hendry, that's a fella. Who was Ian Bannon then? I've got... Was it something at school with or something? I've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> Sounds like it should be someone. Anyway, Ian Hendry, that's a fella. Yeah. Where a woman go? <coughs> yes, apparently, I was reading earlier on that William Hartnell was a notorious diva on set and had a number of demands. I don't know if you people heard of this. <laughs> yeah. Go on then. Apparently, all, us. all cast and crew were made to wear red underwear during filming. <laughs> this, this is William Hartnell's specifications. <laughs> and also, the cast and crew were to join him in a jog around the local park each day of filming. That's really? Bizarre, I know. It's, it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. <laughs> uh, and I'll save the other two he demanded for the next episode. Oh, OK, OK. That's more. <laughs> you lucky people. <laughs> Oh, 
I feel one of the only times that the Doctor tries to do something helpful mm. in this. <laughs> well, actually, no, yeah. no he, he does take some affirmative action later on, doesn't he? But yes, or tries to. Yes, yes. Well, he's an old man. Oh, no, no, something he does later on, it's just... Or, well, prevented from doing, I would, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Did you blow up the TARDIS or something? Was you t- t- no, no, it's just yeah. so... What, not... Completely unlike what the character's like now. It really is. Yeah. What on earth have they tied their hands up with? Oh, blow. She's screaming. No, I don't know there. why she's screaming, because the bushes hadn't actually moved then. <laughs> How did they not see that? She looks like Parker out of Thunderbirds, doesn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Parker. And why didn't you wake me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he went outside to relieve his bladder, didn't he? (laughs) A very fearsome forest, I understand. Mm. One to fear. So I'm not going to know it was Yoko. I'm sorry, that's... <laughs> oh, Yoko. He's wearing a Beatles wig as well. It's all fitting into place. <laughs> yes, FC. 1963. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll start to influence the White Album. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as she turned up, there was a bit of infighting, weren't there? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 Him and Cal are one of the greatest Stone Age songwriters of their generation, <laughs> weren't they? So you're right. <laughs> you can move, it's only polystyrene. What, what, what's I don't know what he's um, doing to that rock. <laughs> I don't know either, actually. It's, what's he blocking then? The Cave of Skulls. Ah, I see. <laughs> it's the Stone Age contraception, that stuff. Ah, that's, <laughs> that's where they've been held captive. Yes. <laughs> Have you actually been watching any of this? No, because I've been reading. <laughs> reading I've been rustling through my papers and looking at facts. <laughs> I'm too old to get out through the hole I came in from. It's two falls in a submission. (laughs) (laughs) All I remember when I was a kid, you used to watch the wrestling on a Saturday afternoon. They get into some sort of how would you get that? No ah, no ah, no ah. So they wouldn't, they wouldn't submit. They go no ah, no ah. Oh, I remember that. They remember yeah. that. Yeah. Every bloody wrestler did that. Oh, see, 
Actually, if you watch um, Men and Motors, on, oh no, they show World of Sport on there. Oh, really? Yeah. I just see that as a completely utterly sleazy channel. No, it? it's not like it used to. Well, that's Men and Motors used to... Um, <laughs> that's my time. That's my for God's sake. Oh, that's not Men and Motors. I don't call it that anymore. Though, so I t- you still call Ben and Motors? Oh, no, no, Sweden's not on it anymore. It's on ITV4. No? Yeah. yeah. That was Granada Plus turned into ITV4. Ah, of yeah. course, yes. No, Granada Plus was great for showing Joker's Wild. Yes. Oh, God, I remember that. Oh, oh and, and uh, Pub League, was it? <laughs> I used to play that Indoor well. League? Indoor League. Yeah. That was it. And some really awful comedy starring uh, Hilda Baker was on it Nearest as well. Dearest. Oh, that's a rubbish. It was very popular in its day. Oh, wait a minute, it wasn't, huh? No, it was another... Um, no, it was a northern... Aged... Uh, oh, middle-aged comedian women, woman. Um, Thora Heard? No, not Thora Heard. It's someone else. Like, looked like Hilda Baker. So, you know, oh, oh a, now we're getting some... Oh, damn. We're getting to the fevered imaginations no, of Tony's Tony. minds now, aren't we? <laughs> I forget what these people Did are. it start Ian Banner again, did it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ian Banner, money not it? <laughs> it should have done. He, he turned down the role. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay, we can get some histrionics now from Barbara. This is quite amazing, actually, what comes up in a minute. That's not a bad set either, hmm. right. to be honest. It's really quite good. Like now, here we go. Grandfather. What's that? <laughs> What's that there with the bushes? <laughs> here she goes. <laughs> so it's the six of you spectres that give her a slap around the face and a slap out of it, woman. <laughs> Green and Barbara become lovers after this. <laughs> There's no such word as lovers in those days. No, they didn't. No, <laughs> just have a love. But there was a, a sort of a certain sort of freeze on between the yes. pair of them, weren't oh, there? Wee, wee. Yeah. And I'll have large fries. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Carry On Sergeant, you know. Yes. <laughs> oh, camera went off to the left there, didn't it? <laughs> because I'm an old man of authority. <laughs> yes. Oh, chase through jungle. It's not a jungle, it's a forest of fear, damn it. Oh, the jungle of japes. The jungle of japes. <laughs> <laughs> the woods of woe. <laughs> the cops of crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, cops, for your sake. Oh. Oh, he says it's cold. It's all, it's hot. Because they've been running. Yeah, 
and they're on the jungle. <laughs> and jungles are hot, you know. Of course. Here we go. Histrionics. My ankle. Let's have an aff it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of started out off as quite a, a strong character and it gets to this bit she turns the typical screaming woman falling over at every opportunity. I think she falls over in the final episode as well, doesn't she? Is that Barbara? Yeah. Oh, but my... What's that? Her apartment? What is that? Bore, isn't it? Ah. Oh, sorry. I was thinking that about him as well. <laughs> so it's bloody facts of his, isn't it? Oh, of course it will, yes. I recognise the shape now. <clears throat> was it those... Was it wild boar sausage you left in your pocket for a week and then ate them? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I, I, what would I do then? I at the time when I bought them and done a damn, damn shift, a night shift at work, <laughs> and then brought them back the next day in the middle of summer and uh, oh. put them in the fridge. It could have been it. I don't know. Yeah, and, and what happened to you when you ate them? Well, I had the um, uh, trouble with my <laughs> tummy. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it's, it's a parental guidance, this uh, <laughs> podcast. I can't, can't Sorry. That was like a five-year-old explaining, I've got trouble with my tummy. <laughs> Not a poo from my bum come out of that. Yes. <laughs> the screaming ad dabs, I think you'll find it's good. Yeah. yeah. I could understand it though, you? And now Barbara finds a backbone. They attacked him again. again. What is he doing on the floor making those noises? <laughs> well, they all talk English anyway. Of course, she understands him. Exactly. Yes, he's thirsty. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Walter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some help. <laughs> Eventually, you did come back with a bloke called Walter. Walter the paramedic. <laughs> Need a magic sponge, really, didn't you? It yeah. is, actually. We'll see what happens later on. <laughs> Sorry, a man writhing around to the floor making those noises in bearskin pants. It doesn't seem quite right, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least not watching it with other people. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so he turned rotten teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got rotten teeth in his mouth. You see? I'll see that. Yeah, yeah. I just like this. It's like stuff everyone else. I want to get back to the TARDIS. Yeah. 
Oh, first line fluff of the series. <laughs> yeah, but it does reflect real life anyway, doesn't it? You know what I mean? You, 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 uh... Well, I did when I was doing the news earlier on. Exactly. Yeah. It, it happens in real life. He certainly is in the level of the book. Exactly. Yeah, right, dear. <laughs> Comes back to two blokes called Vlad- Vladislav and Sviet. Who <laughs> knocks up a nice cabinet for him. Yes. Oh. So she comes back with Walter the paramedic. She comes back with two poles called Vladislav and Svetlav. Is that the old woman again? I'm always here. Yeah. yeah. Old woman, what do you know? <laughs> Now she just sounds pissed. Thought yeah. She didn't fit in well with us then. See Yeah, on my palms. Rubbing bone too much. Go blind next. <laughs> I don't know who she sounds like now. Stevie oh. Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to work out. Oh, God. Room's on fire as well, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's over the head with the rocks, you understand that? (laughs) Yeah. Big five. Oh, I see. So in the next episode, I, I dare say they'll all be in like you know, you know, animal skins themselves, wouldn't they? You know, they've moved into their community after, all, wouldn't they? You know. This is how you manage to go to end, do you, Tony? <laughs> That's it. <coughs> oh dear, here we go. Me. Where's Walter? He's done your wounds, love. He's gone home. Oh. <laughs> so the doctor stood there and done nothing. <laughs> He's going to do something in a minute. He is, yes, or attempt to. Ah. Something out of character, you say? Very out of character. Why oh, you try to escape and leave them behind? No, no, no. Oh. Something worse than that. Oh. He was going to bash his head in with a rock. Who? Whose head? The dying he... caveman. Oh, yeah. Ah. God, nasty. nasty old swine of a man, isn't he, the oh. doctor in this? He really is. <clears throat> you push him right onto his bone there. Hmm. <laughs> 
cover him up. Co- covering up the bone. <laughs> fire. Mm, fire. Mm. <laughs> no job for sailors at docks today. <laughs> I forgot all about this, Mum. I'm very sorry, but Jeremy Young has got a face that looks like it's been made out of plasticine by a by a three year old, actually. Yeah. Old woman dead. Let's <laughs> hope not. No. Oh. Drunk. It's Stevie Nicks is uh, high as a kite. Uh, like... Pleasant dreams. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry. Really? Ter- terrible. <laughs> what do you see when you're asleep? He said the same stuff as Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He sounded like Lone Wait from uh, Outlaw Josie Wells. You know, the the old um, Indian chief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? he, he does, okay. actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Those two girls there, they didn't... Do we say our lines now? Is, do, do we moan now? Do, do we have lines? <laughs> keep saying iCow, is that? Because he's an early Apple product. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, one, How did they get there so quickly? Oh, well, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> Was it iCow? I always thought one cow. I'm ready for my close-up. Yeah. There we go. Charles Menton. There we go. See, that was a, that was a bit more exciting. Hmm. Episode. Now, how long has he got to stay there? Yeah, he said he's freeze frame. Can I stop now? <laughs> well, the old time you learned something about the how they envisioned the doctor. He was a murdering old swine. Yes, yes, I see. Oh, beast. <laughs> Doesn't seem to impress you much, Tone. Oh, I'm outraged and offended. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, not enough outrage, I'm afraid. Okay then, folks, we shall return in episode four. Episode four, here we go. And the final episode as well. Mm. So have you got some more... uh, Have you got some more William Hartnell facts for this uh, story? I certainly have, yeah, yes. Yes, yes. He's... um... Well, don't leave him for a minute. Only only strange specifications. Oh, yes, he's Um, uh, on set demands, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. yes. (laughs) The only reason that he actually took the role was if they comply with these demands. That's different to the last episode. (laughs) It is. I still don't know how they got there before them. Oh, they knew the way. They were shortcut. Obviously. Oh, they weren't also carrying a 
a half dead caveman. Okay. The fire maker. And we'll just hold that shot. And we'll still hold it. And don't blink. Don't what blink. You, don't blink. Don't speak. He's looking out to sea. <laughs> That's what he's doing there. Oh, what is the theme tune to the needing oh, line? Yeah. Oh, that's really going to bug me. Oh, we didn't really need a crutch shot there, did we? Of the caveman <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Treachery! Did speak a little earlier. Oh, well, she dead, is she? Dead, dead. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Now, actually, in the minute the doctor does sort of leap to make some sort of deductions, doesn't he? Yes. And ah, gathers yeah. evidence. Here we go. You see. So. He said it looks like he was speaking to some sort of spy. That was the code word. <laughs> this knife has no blood on it. Ah, Snow yes. in November. <laughs> you must be White Hawk. <laughs> I know you. You call that a knife? <laughs> this is a knife. Please, no Crocodile Dundee jokes in this podcast. Oh, I do Oh, he that, gives that, in quickly to get interrogation, doesn't he? Doesn't he? <laughs> Simple-minded folk, you see. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's another um, bit the Doctor does in a minute tone that is completely out of character. Yeah. Was <laughs> he take over as leader? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> no. Watch. He starts a stoning. <laughs> Are there any women here? <laughs> <It's a Jehovah. laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you did say Jehovah. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's feeling very much better. <laughs> Some of them hit him on the back, didn't they? <laughs> they did. <laughs> so did they kill Cal? No, driven him out. Oh, driven him out, yeah. That sounds like another spy password, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pity he's just forgotten about his wounds all of a sudden. He was yes. half dead on a stretcher a minute yeah. ago. There's a new leader. Take them to the pit of eyes. <laughs> I hope someone out there does get that reference. I <laughs> know <laughs> that was it. Throw him into, into the, the pit, pit of eyes.
Who's got toothache? Out of breath, yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's run you. <laughs> let's run you through the uh, last two specifications. Oh yes, yeah, go. Uh, in a lull in proceedings, yeah, in insisted bit, yeah. upon. You know, on filming, production, things like that. <laughs> Uh, a lime green toilet paper in the BBC toilets. <laughs> Had to be lime green, apparently. It was his favourite colour. Right. Uh, his... Oh, yeah, no forks were allowed in the staff canteen. <laughs> for some strange reason. No one knew why, but uh, no. Refused to carry on filming if it, uh, his demands were not kept. So, um, yes. cobblers? Uh, I don't know who worked on his uh, football. <laughs> But I'll try and find that out for the next uh, Thank podcast. Thank you. For our next Hartnell story. Yes. Thank you very much. Right. Mm. Ah, dear. Friend. Mm, friend. So he's, 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 a, he's a wise leader all of a sudden. He knows about yeah. other tribes. Yeah, and... yeah. No, it's ones of pleasure. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, lost tribe. Does that mean anything, Tony? Was there a oh. film called The Lost Tribe or something, weren't there? No, 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 it's still an obscure reference. I'm just uh, thinking as they do. Oh, I'm right. putting myself in the position of cavemen. I was going to say, I'm, not <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite primitive myself, so uh, I can feel what these people are going yeah, did through. Did you have right? to sit in bearskin pants this evening? <laughs> it's authentic. Holding your bone. <laughs> Authenticity is my Rubbing opinion. it in your hands again, you know. One must be authentic. Yeah. The feel of the show, the characters. <laughs> method acting. Yes, method acting. That's that no, me- method wa- I'm more of a, a method watcher. Oh, so. an actor, you see. Yeah. Is that why you're so quiet? You're method watching. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, I see. Okay. Hmm. Yes. The old men say, what? <laughs> Where were these old men then? There's only one old man. He's, he's in off to sea soon, isn't he? <laughs> oh, him. Oh, yeah. Cutting beans. <laughs> what the bloody hell are you talking about? <laughs> he's lost it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Should have left him to die back there. <laughs> Now, now it would have been the doctor doing this. In this, it's always it's Ian comes to the rescue all the time. Yeah. Such a change. So Ian and Barbara, they obviously are they companions for the next few uh, episode series and things like that. Yeah, they are. What about the school? Didn't they hand their notices into the school? Didn't they uh, ask questions? They do get dropped off again, don't they? Uh, the oh, what was the, it's the end of the chase, nice. isn't it? Yeah. I've got a big bit of stick. <laughs> That's a big wood he's got in his hand there. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
No correction. No, no, no bone, but he's got wood now. He's got wood now. <laughs> As the doctor said, we are making fire. No correction. They are making fire. You do nothing. You just stand there and watch. <laughs> No, oh, you like lime toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I wear red underwear. Mm, I furry so. red underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I had to kill a couple of squirrels. To yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel pelt. I go for run round park with you. <laughs> It's just weird, actually. You you sort of like this is Ian Chester, and you've got Ian Chester as played by Roy Castle mm. yeah. as well, haven't you? Let's <laughs> yeah. let's not forget who was anything but um, heroic, was he? That fire. Careful, you set your wig alight. <laughs> You're right. Don't over egg it. That kid looks bored. <laughs> I didn't have a question, was he, sir? No, I don't know. He hasn't been attacked by one of them wild animals. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he really does, though. He's like, what am I supposed to be? What's my lines? What's my motivation again? <laughs> <laughs> the Audrey Chance acting scorching. <laughs> he never told me this. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> oh. Carl's, or Cal's back again. Ah. Carl. He's known as Carl. He's made a, <laughs> he's made a comeback, has he? Carl's making a comeback. Oh. Where does that wood, wood come from? Wood? What's a wood? <laughs> wood. <laughs> It's part wood and part his wig. <laughs> right. Now, in a minute, the film stock changes and the cave gets much bigger. <laughs> that fire gets a lot bigger as well, mustn't it? By the yeah. <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> And change film stock. <laughs> and Cave gets bigger. He's wearing a different wig. Right, now we've got um, two stunt doubles here. <laughs> okay. Um, one is Derek Ware, who did a lot of work for Doctor Who. The other one's Billy Cornelius. Oh, who went on to star in uh, Planet of the Apes, of course. No, <laughs> Billy Cornelius played Obbod Jr. in Carry On Screaming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Got wood again. <laughs> he snapped his wood. 
I'm the doctor and I'm concerned. <laughs> oh dear. Sorry, this is like Star Trek there. There's the Shatner roll. There you go. I'm in and I'm concerned. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the I thought it was actually more reminiscent of the two gypsies who've been fighting James Bond. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, the shot has changed significantly, hasn't it? it, it has. I'm Barbara. I'm second. This is <laughs> this is meant to be uh, an educational program for children. Today we're going to have to smash a man's head in with a rock. Ah. I'm the doctor and I'm appalled. <laughs> I'm appalled. I was only going to lose a little run to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crotch shot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit from the doctor there, isn't it? He's appalled that someone's hitting him with a rock. He was, yeah, and he was going to bash his head in later on. Leading a mutiny. A bit didn't this in your needing line, did he? Uh, uh. Hmm. Oh, fire. Oh, fire. Wow. Now the doctor's all for it now, you see. <laughs> Sorry, I was. I've been changing a load of um, videos on, up onto DVD and all my Spike Milligan stuff. And there's a sketch where they go for the searching for the um, the old Q cast members, and all like <laughs> trapped in this dungeon with long hair and rags. And it's like this. Oh. <laughs> Some people are never satisfied, is it? We've got meat, but it's but it's raw. <sighs> We need fire. So it gives them fire. And we've got no meat. meat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all your fault, Chesterton. Sainsbury's there, Tone. <laughs> Maybe they'll pick up some toothpaste while they're there. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely has a hygiene issue here. Yeah. <laughs> they could have cooked him. <laughs> well, done. I eat cannibals. We don't cannibals. What is it with you in crap songs this evening, Tone? No, that's just, just coming to my head. You picked the very worst of Fleetwood Mac as well. Yeah, with, the, was... with the California sounding Fleetwood, not, not the blues. Yeah, but she wasn't in the yeah, blues. Steve Nicks, man. Steve Nicks wasn't in the original. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you picked the crappy Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's her fault for sounding like her. If she sounded like Jeremy Spencer, I would have said Jeremy Spencer, wouldn't I? Good gracious. You wait for an albatross to arrive. Yes, exactly. Albatross. I mean. Oh. Well, they've all lit a candle. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Warm yourself around this roaring candle. A hole, a hole, with a, hole a, stone in a stone with a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hole. It wasn't half a stone with a hole in it. It was a whole stone with a hole in it. I think it's bacon. <laughs> this is this is human flesh. Ah, <laughs> uh, grateful. Still, you have no gratitude. I'm not going to sit on your face. <laughs> Careful, mate. Your ghoulies are a bit close to the fire. Roasting <laughs> <Most> chestnuts. <laughs> really are roasting on an open fire there, aren't they? <laughs> he has the meat, meat and gravy. Would <laughs> <laughs> you like to dip your bread in my gravy? Hello, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Still toasting his pork. <laughs> Look, Grandfather, I've discovered the opening credits of Tales of the Unexpected. <laughs> so we're going to make a fortune here. <laughs> He's a sound. He's a sound. dupe these poor souls. <laughs> they don't buy anything they don't know. Skull on a stick, anyone? <laughs> They'll all be wearing them, you know. Yes, it was more successful when they invented ice cream. Yes. <laughs> you silly girl, you never gave the game away. <laughs> I half expected William Hartnell to scowl at the fire as he went past there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we changed film stock again. (coughs) (coughs) Took you a long time to figure that one out, mate. Went out. <laughs> it did, didn't it? They're actually falling over, over again. again. <laughs> the the doctor doctor just runs trucks That's my way, child. <laughs> Saving treading a puddle, didn't it? <laughs> 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 Throw his cloak, he threw a barber over it. <laughs> I'll just roll on the spot and throw some twigs <laughs> in my face. Someone pushes a little branch on their face. 
<laughs> oh, 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 there we are. No. We're back. Well, have you got wood again? I'm home, I should go home then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> <clears throat> What's that chair, didn't she? Actually, it's amazing when you watch this how much they actually did get right straight away. How do you mean? With... In terms of the idea of the TARDIS. The... Oh, yeah. The only thing that, the only thing that they didn't they you know? sort of quite made their minds up on was sort of the, the origins of the TARDIS. Or later yeah. on, they didn't. Yeah. They sort of yeah. changed the origins of the TARDIS, didn't they? But they didn't give the game away too soon, either, did they? It was sort of, you didn't know where they were from. It really was no. a mysterious yeah. old man. Yeah. Oh, so Gallifrey wasn't mentioned for quite some time. Gallifrey wasn't mentioned until the Time Warrior. Uh, who, the Tunnels weren't mentioned until yeah. um, War Games. Whose story was Time Warrior, then? Um, You've got the meddling monk first, was, was he referred to as a Time Lord, though? Actually, probably just one of his kind. Yeah. It's just one yeah. of them. So Time Warriors, whose story was that then? Pertwee. Ah. So it took a long time before Gallifrey was mentioned. You've seen it, Time. You've seen it, yeah. We did a commentary on it. Get back to your microphone, slave. (laughs) (laughs) Having a sip of beer. You broke broke off mid-sentence to get you your beer. Of course. Doombar, it's very tasty. Oh yes, we've got this episode sponsored by Doombar. Yes. (laughs) Ah, oh, here we go. So if only she stayed that next one. The Dead Planet. Ah. Which the next one, son, is actually the Daleks. Oh, is it? This is That's the, the Daleks next story. Yes. Oh, see. Oh, well, there you are. That's yeah, it, son. The, the very first story of Doctor Who. Yeah, really intriguing. Interesting. What do you think? How do you think it yeah, compares to now? That's... that's Ah, hmm. Come on, look at some insight here. Oh, well, uh, the technology wasn't there at the time, was it? The ideas were there, but the technology wasn't. But uh, I'll see where they're going. I don't know, they didn't have to rely on technology oh, then. Well, I don't know, I'll, I'll see where they're going. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, as I said, it's just how much they did yes. get right, I think. I think so, yeah. I think so, definitely. Good start. It was a good start. I think yes. it was a good start. That's where it all started. Fantastic. Well, Absolutely fantastic. Right. Well, that's that done then. We're yes. all done. Um, commentary out of the way. Yes, that's our anniversary commentary out of the way. Now, um, next week we're back to our retrospective. Yes. And we've uh, reached the point where we're doing the end of time. Yes. So next week will be um, end of time part one. 
Yes. And then the following week, well, we've got to squeeze in the part two before we go to the convention. Yes. Yeah, so that part two might be coming out a little bit earlier than planned, or earlier than usual, let's put it that way. Or later, depending on what we're, <laughs> what we're doing. Yeah, what we, we decide to do. Yes, because two weeks today we'll be, we'll be in Cardiff. Yes. Except, well, not... And whilst yeah. they're there, I'll do a lone cast. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Of my oh, respect, I'd, I'd of my performance. <laughs> oh, yeah, same here. <laughs> Is it on? Does this work? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Just leave me your keys, Paul. Oh, it's technology. <laughs> Science. Just be you crying into the microphone and breaking wind occasionally. It's <laughs> gone wrong again. <laughs> Oh, at least he's going to be consistent with what he does here. No, that's true, that's true. <laughs> okay then, well, before we wrap this up, um, we, we should say thanks to everybody that's listened to us over the last year yep. and sort of stuck with us for our inane ramblings and thank silence. You very much. And, well, yes, so thank you very much for everyone who listens and downloads us and, and follows us on Twitter and and. God knows what. Yes. So um, it's good. Just good to know that there are people who listen to us. Listen to this this rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So for another week, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye yeah. from me, Paul. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, we, premature. We, you must be complaining about that. <laughs> let's, 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 let's do that again, shall we? Coming too early. This is this. Is, oh. <laughs> let's do that again. Go on. Let's do it again. It's goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye for me, Paul. And me, Tony. Goodbye. Listen to the Who's He podcast, a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. If you'd like to get in touch with us here at the show, please drop us an email at feedback at who's he.co.uk and please also visit our website, which is at www.who's he.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. <laughs>